Video shrinks the distance between you and your audience. And if you are looking to sell more, to increase your clients, you are taking, if you're not on video, you're lengthening that time that it takes for someone to actually decide if they want to go the next step with you. Today's show is sponsored by winthehourwintheday.com, where we help entrepreneurs stop working so hard. Check us out, winthehourwintheday.com. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Have we got something super special for you? Take our win back time quiz. It's designed to show entrepreneurs just like you and small business owners your blind spots and provide instant actionable steps on how to improve. It takes like less than two minutes to fill out, completely free, and you are going to instantaneously get customized results. Check it out. The link is in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day, and I am your host, Chris Ward. And today in the house, we have Donna Bowling. And I will tell you, Donna really delivers when it comes to video content. And she is coming here today to talk to us about our video content for social media. And boy, oh boy, is she the one to do it because she really has, I don't even know, Donna, I don't know really how to describe this. First of all, let me welcome you to the show. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Chris. I'm happy to be here. Okay. So I think I know there's more to this than what you are, what I'm understanding. But when I look at your videos and when they stop the scroll and when they're dynamic, there's nothing, forgive me for saying this. I don't want to say there's nothing fancy about them. There's no big trick or hack. There is just this personality that I feel like I'm walking through the kitchen in my own house and you're maybe talking to my friend. I'm walking through. I'm like, wait, what? Hold on. What are you guys talking about? I just get sucked in as if we're in mid conversation and it's not because you do crazy hooks or anything like that. It really, you're one of these annoying people that make it look so easy and personable that you think I can do it. Why can't everybody like me the way they like her? So I know there's more to it than that. So tell us where we start. Oh my gosh. Number one, thank you. That's my my goal. My goal is to make video content easy and relatable and attainable for any business owner out there. And I'll tell you, I come from the Hollywood world, right? So I used to be a casting director for 15 years and I discovered a bunch of celebrities and Disney stars and I worked for Disney, Nickelodeon, ABC, MTV, the list goes on. My husband is a current director of photography. He's a DP, a camera operator on shows like Dancing with the Stars and The Bachelor. So we are very immersed in this world here in LA. And what I found was a lot of people that were teaching video content to entrepreneurs were really focusing on the gear, on the lighting, on the audio, on this kind of idea of set yourself up to almost have a studio-like presence. Mm. And I think that is total BS because we are not 
most of us, I maybe am now in my business, but most entrepreneurs that need to show up and create video content online, just in 2022, are not content creators by nature, Mm -hmm. not entertainers. They are not video personalities. They're not broadcast journalists. They are literally interior designers, real estate agents, Mm -hmm. coaches, nutrition experts, doctors, architects, like whatever it is that they do in their normal day to day. And they have no choice but to market themselves. They have to market themselves by using video. Mm -hmm. The reason why they're not doing it There's so many reasons, but the main reason is it's overwhelming. And the reason why it's overwhelming is because they think that they need all this fancy lighting and gear. They don't realize how really what we want as consumers, as viewers, as content, like people that like that watch TikTok or Instagram, we just want to feel like we get to know you Mm. with your phone. That's it. We just want to feel like we're in your space. Just like you said, walking through the kitchen and hanging out with you. Now, let me jump in here though for a second, because I do struggle with this, right? Okay. What I struggle with is understanding that anybody at this point in time thinks that you can have a business without putting video content out consistently. Like you, this like to me saying, you don't have to wear pants to work. Like you Mm -hmm. gotta wear pants to work and we shouldn't even have to cover this at this point. I do have a hard time believing with the technology we have in the phone that somebody could use that as a distraction and say, oh no, I need better equipment. Maybe I need better audio, whatever. But I wanna address, I wanna lean into this a little bit more because your ability to get engagement and make it feel like this is very approachable is so much more than just you holding up your iPhone. Cause there's lots of us out there doing that. And we're, he's like, yeah, okay, I'm not distracted. I know I have to be out there. I know I can just use my iPhone, but we're still not getting, we're still not delivering this essence that you have the ability to do. Yeah. I think there is definitely truth to the fact that some people are compelling or more compelling to watch on TV or on video or in movies than others. That's not like a fake thing. That's not fake news. Mm -hmm. It's real. That's why reality shows have casts that are amazing on camera and they're so watchable. That's the thing that I want to talk about here is when I used to be a casting director, I used to audition thousands of people for one role. Now, every single one of those actors had the exact same tools as they walked in the room. They had the exact Mm. same character breakdown description. They had the exact same script to read, the exact same notes. Some of them went to the exact same coach to practice before they walked in. Why is it that out of thousands, only one got the role? That's because that person brought themselves to the character and showed Mm -hmm. us as casting directors what we were looking for. And I think what happens is as entrepreneurs, we think we need to fit this mold to be like the other person that's doing this online. And I want to really warn people out there, if you are not of that personality, that's really bubbly, that's really great on camera, that's really comfortable, two things. Number one, please be yourself, even if it's awkward, introverted, quiet, strange, nervous. I'd rather that than feeling like you're putting on an act. That's number one. Number two, your right people, your audience that wants to hire you will be annoyed by someone like me that's super bubbly and over the top. They'll want someone that's a little bit more chill and reserved. I think that there's space in the online space to be exactly who you are in real life on camera because your audience will like that about you, the right audience. Now, remember that I am not for everyone. I'm a video coach that is not for everyone, just like other video coaches are not for everyone, but the right people will find me because they're gonna see themselves in me. 
And so that's if, a, sorry, go ahead. No, I just want just to finish yeah. that statement. Yeah. I think this idea that we have to pretend that we need to almost put it on camera mm -hmm. dated. That's what they used to do in the commercials. Hi, I'm on a tele, I'm a tele, yeah, yeah. I mean, like a, what were those QVC, right? Like yeah. I'm on QVC. Yes, you need to have energy, but you also don't want to be fake. And especially nowadays where TikTok, think about TikTok. People spend all their days on TikTok. Why? Because they're seeing real life people with real life stuff and real life. They're not seeing stars. They're not seeing celebrities. They're seeing just a random mom at a parking lot talking about her purchase at Target. She's not putting it on. She's being her just as she would on FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. The FaceTime, that's a really good point to nail it down. And I think what happens is I don't think anybody, I struggle with the word being authentic because I think no one goes to be inauthentic. And I think even the word fake is, I wouldn't be fake, but what would happen is I would think I'm in presentation mode. So here's Chris, whatever at level five, but now I'm going to throw my shoulders back and then try to be more professional at level seven, professional mode. And I think what happens there is we think there's a different version of ourselves that it either needs to be heightened. And, and to your point, I think you're really right. I traditionally have high energy. And for a number of years, I thought, oh, that could be coming off as less professional, maybe a little juvenile. So I was trying to tone that. But then I was working with people that didn't appreciate it. And then the people who did appreciate it were like, Chris, just get to the point. We love your energy. I'm like, oh, sorry, but my I was attracting this person, the appointment before you, the client before you didn't like it. So you're trying to be different people, really. So I had to when give I that was up. In when I was in casting, I'll never forget it. A big executive over a network that we worked with told I had a casting partner. She and I were both, uh, that, that happens a lot, teams, like casting yeah, teams. Yeah. And we were both young. We were the youngest casting directors. I was 26 years old casting my own show. And she and I were told that we needed to act older. We needed to be older. <laughs> We were coming off too young. Her voice was like a high voice, just a naturally high voice. So we were actually told by an executive, you should try to make your voice deeper. And then to me, I would have just like a fun style of clothing, which is just like who I am. And I was yeah. told it's not professional enough. Now, those things like really screwed with me because I felt like I had to put it on in mm. meetings. I had to act a certain way, but Hey, we are our own bosses. If you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner, your only yeah. boss is you or actually the client that you're trying to attract. If you're right. putting on a deep voice and trying to pretend that you are more professional, that's not going to attract your dream client. It's going to attract a client that you don't want to work with because yeah. they're that. So yeah. you got to come out and be who you are. There's no other way around it. So for the advice for those of people that feel that they're not compelling or not exciting or not interesting, I highly suggest something like Instagram stories. If you are not using Instagram stories, and I don't know, Chris, you tell me if your audience is or not, but if you are not using Instagram stories regularly to get comfortable and more connected to the camera, you're missing out. It's very low stakes. Only your followers can see it. So people who have already chosen to mm -hmm. opt into you and only a very small percentage of your followers actually see it. So if you're going to practice anywhere on camera to get more comfortable, that's a great place to start. I think the lesson here, what I hear, which is very important is, look, this is not a performance thing. This is a talking thing. 
And so the big takeaway I already got from you is think of it like FaceTime versus a video presentation because we get caught up in, oh, I'm at work and I'm presenting. And which reminds me constantly of how we all work so hard to fit in, but the ones that do so well are the ones that stand out. Oh, this one, you know, what I love about my accountant is she doesn't sound like an accountant. She's fun. She's interesting. She's not like the other accountants. Somebody who's on stage, again, you get seduced to thinking, oh, if I'm a speaker, I have to be professional. No, I love how refreshing and raw they are on stage. So I think we get the lecture of be yourself. That's one thing. But I think the visual that we can all hang our hat on really was potent of what you said was think of it like a FaceTime. And on that note, so many of us feel like we have to put it on when the camera's on. And let's be honest, right now we're fil- we're fil- recording a podcast. Like I'm probably a little bit more animated than I normally mm-hmm. would be because I am trying to make sure that I'm delivering a good, solid podcast for you. But when I'm on stories and talking, if you got on FaceTime, And you spoke to your best friend, Chris, who's known you for 30 years and you get on FaceTime and you're like, I would like to tell you a story today. Like what is going on with you? Instead, it's like, oh my gosh, the craziest thing happened to me today in the gym. This guy came up to me, like share stories, just share, but make it so that no one feels that when they meet you in real life, because this is personal branding 101, right? When they meet you in real life, which is the goal ultimately is to work with someone and have real life conversations with people or go on stages or whatever. They're getting exactly what they are seeing online. Have you heard like, there's all this news right now about James Corden. He's the late night show host, whatever. He is so funny and vivacious and bubbly on the show. But those who really know behind the scenes, they've heard some really nasty stuff about him. They just have never seen it. And then just this week, the owner of Balthazar, a very famous restaurant in New York City, has released this sitting review saying he's been banned from the restaurant because he's so horrible to the staff. Now, that is the worst thing that can happen to a brand is, wait, what we're seeing is not real. I want to see what I'm going to get in real life if I meet you at the market. The celebrities are full of that. They're falling from the trees like nobody's business now. Like, oh, we (laughs) like this one until that one did that and up in charges of that. I'm very happy not to be famous. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you very much. Yeah, I think, I do think it's this whole idea of it's so easy to get caught up in the performance of it. So just start mid-conversation, lean in. I think that was a really good example of, hey, guess what happened? Instead of, I think the word content gets thrown around a lot. So you think I'm producing content. I am a content maker. I have to do this content. Whereas if you just start talking to people, that's the difference. That's such a good point. It's not, it shouldn't be such a production. And this is something that I try to teach all my clients because most of my clients are just like your listeners. They are entrepreneurs that have been doing this for a while or just starting a new business, but they know they have to be online and something is stopping them. Usually getting on video, the reasons people don't get on video. Number one, overwhelm. It feels like, where do I start? Where do I go? What do I do? Who do I, what do I use? Number two, it's time. They feel like it's going to take way too much time to create video content because they're so in the weeds in their business. Number three. Can I add to that? Yeah. It's going to take so much time because you're in production mode versus like you said, just FaceTiming somebody. Well, so what's happening is a lot of people feel like I am going to create content today and they go into like batch creation mode. No, just take your phone out and film you saying something in between your client calls. Like for example, right now, Chris, we're having this conversation. I can hang up on this conversation and I have 30 minutes before my next call. What I can do is I can just record myself. I don't have to worry about posting it. I don't even have to worry about editing it, but I'm just going to actually 
document it and say, we just had this interesting conversation. We talked all about the difference between performing and just showing up and whatever. Content. Yeah. We overthink it. We overthink it. We think we need to spend so much time on it. And the truth is it should take you no longer than a commercial break on Real Housewives of New York City. Like it really (laughs) should not take a long time to create solid video content that can literally change the course of your business because TikTok specifically has the ability to take one video that goes viral and can literally bring in thousands and thousands of dollars. One video. So I'm not up to date on how short the commercials are on those housewife shows, but it sounds like they're short. So (laughs) so the, the other thing too, that you brought up, and I've had this happen to me where I really fell in love with somebody, love their content online. And we connect for one reason or another, end up connecting, whether it's they're on the show or what have you, they pitched me to be on the show. And I show up because they were this really outgoing, bubbly, fun person in the video. And so I bring my energy like, Hey, Steve, you're here. Oh, this is great. And they're like, yeah, hi. And I'm like, Oh, I really just over, I felt like I bulldozed you because the energy you brought to the game in the video is not at all who you are. And so it puts me in an awkward spot because I came in a thinking I knew you and I don't, which again, I would lend itself to you is when you showed up, you're like, Hey, Chris, let's go. Let's have fun. Cause who you are in the video was the same as who you are now. Right. So it is a really good, solid point. All right. And that's, that takes a lot of self-awareness too. Like you have mm -hmm. to be pretty aware. And we all know that there's a lot of people, I don't know. Did you ever use the clubhouse app? You know what? The funny story is I was all up in Clubhouse for about three weeks when it first came out and it was whatever. And this is the most ridiculous story, but I'll share it with you. <laughs> it was not this January, the January beforehand, whatever. And I was doing Clubhouse thinking, all right, this is the thing. And I did find it time consuming and I had been doing it every day that week. I got unbelievable, violently, seriously, dangerously ill food poisoning. Oh my now, gosh. You would clearly know that had nothing to do with Clubhouse, but I had been listening to that before I got sick and I was like dangerously sick. Paramedics had to come and everything. So now I associate that with food poisoning. Oh, that's hysterical. (laughs) I have never been back because I can't take it. Oh my God. That is the funniest thing. I don't use the app at all anymore, but in 2021, I used it and it really helped my business and it was a great networking tool. It's a social audio app where you would go into yeah. these rooms and listen and talk. But what that why I bring that up is because that was my first experience with realizing how unaware most people are because mm-hmm. they would go on stage on this audio stage and they would speak forever and it wasn't oh, their room and it wasn't yeah. or they would say the same thing over or they would cut people off. And it's interesting. People have really that's a good exercise is get really deep and realize like when you are on video, are you coming off in a way that maybe you don't want to be coming off in? Are you showing up in a way that, you know, you would be proud of? Because people are ultimately seeing that and deciding whether or not they want to take the relationship further. The mm. video is a great way to open up your funnel, your marketing funnel online. And if someone sees that video within a few seconds, they can decide, I like her, I don't like her. And so you want to make sure that is aligned with who you are in real life. A hundred percent. And you do feel like you've met somebody when you have seen their face and heard their voice. Like I remember a couple of years ago, I was talking to somebody back and forth over a year and chit-chatting, texting, DMing in Facebook. And then he asked me to be on his show. And when I showed up, he had the thickest English accent that I had never heard before. (laughs) And I'm like, hold on now. We've been talking for over a year. I have to retell all these stories in my head because I had it with just 
a North American accent. So I really didn't know this person. I felt like I was starting from fresh. And that's the same thing too. Like people will comment or respond to something and they're talking to me like I was there, but they saw a video, right? And they think mm. I was there. They had that conversation with me, but no, that was a video. So it really does. It's like having a fifth date. It does move you forward. So speaking of that, this is really funny. My younger sister is 30 and she's like in the LA dating scene and she's doing online dating. Do you know that now the thing is with young people dating is instead of just doing the messaging, that's the first step. Hey, what are you up to? What's tell me about yourself. The next step, it used to be a phone call when I was dating online when in oh. 10, 15 years ago, okay. because you got an idea. Now it's FaceTimes and they oh. decide, should we actually spend money and time and take a Wednesday night out to go get a drink? If you get on a FaceTime with someone and you immediately don't feel it, you're done. Like you don't even need to take it further. So it's such an amazing thing. Video shrinks the distance between you and your audience. And if you are looking to sell more, to increase your clients, you are taking, if you're not on video, you're lengthening that time that it takes for someone to actually decide if they want to go the next step with you. If you're on video, people can decide. And that's good and can decide right off the bat, but you can't fake it after a certain amount of time. People can realize, is this girl for real or is she uh, pulling yeah, yeah. one on? That, that's a great phrase though, shrinking the distance. That yeah. puts it in perspective. And I think too, again, I'd like to think that you just know better at this point in the game that you have to have video online. There's just no- A lot of people right don't. <laughs> really? See, I don't understand that. Put your big boy and girl pants on and get out there. Like, what, where do you think the business is going to come from? I can't wrap my head around that. I can't. I think it's like a real, true, paralyzing feeling for a lot of people because so many people are in their heads about what they think the other people are going to think. And it's usually not strangers. It's usually their ex-mother-in-law or their like high school boyfriend that still follows them on social or their ex-best friend or maybe a coworker. A lot of people struggle with that. It's like someone in their life, in their past, that they, that one person is running their business in their head. They're, every time they go online, they think that person's going to judge me. There is some, I get the point there. I remember a really long time ago, the first time I was in a wedding and somebody, I videotaped it and I had to give a speech. And when I saw the video, I thought there's not enough alcohol in the world for me to watch that twice. Thank you very much. But when I had my business, I was like, you got to get over that. You just move on. Right. So to me, it's just not an option. It's the rules of engagement. But I do think even for myself, like I don't, my family or friends wouldn't be on Instagram and nor TikTok. And I unfriended them when I was on Facebook because and they don't need to see me doing my business stuff all day. And then God help me, I've got relatives. And then their heart's in the right place. My aunt will tell me how pretty I look in that top. Oh my God. Okay. No, I know. Like, Thank you. But I'm over here talking about something that my audience, my mom, to be important, my mom but... will comment on my business post and be like, call me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mom, here's the so... thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people don't unfriend or don't want to do that because they don't want to be rude. Or maybe they also, yeah. in this day and age, a lot of people don't just post business content. A lot of their content is personal and business. And so they don't want to unfriend people, people out. But the problem is, I think what happens is when we're showing up on video and we're doing this, like it's a vulnerable state. You're yeah. putting yourself out there for potential trolls, for potential online hate from strangers, from this, from that. And actually in a weird way, it's okay to get comments from people that don't love you because that means you're making a difference. You're creating some sort of a, a, a 
a stance. If you are forgettable, vanilla, boring, saying what everyone else says, people are just scrolling right by. You talked about stopping your scroll. You got to be a real strong personality. You got to have a strong opinion about whatever it is you're teaching or coaching or doing. So if you are, like I mentioned, an interior designer and you are anti-fake plants in your office, do a reel or create videos about like, I'm telling you right now, the worst thing you can possibly do for your house is putting a fake plant in your office. Something that people are going to say, whoa, yeah, heck, but we're going to remember it. And you're right. And also too, if you don't have, I mean, it took me a long time to absorb that. But first of all, I heard somebody saying, if you don't have people saying something negative on there, then you're not doing a wide enough audience. Because if everybody's agreeing with you, then you're not, you just don't have the bandwidth. You don't like, you're not out there enough. And the other thing too is whatever, if they take the time, they got more time and energy than you do, so be it. But it really isn't personal. It's about them and that's fine. But if you're just trying to fit in and do everything the same as everybody else, then you're right. You're not going to get comments, but the comments aren't going to be positive nor negative. They're just not going to be there. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd rather make a little bit of wave, create a little wave in life than just be like a lake that no one goes to. And I think that my, my biggest posts, my biggest TikTok, not my biggest, but one of the first that ever went viral was a one sentence video. And it basically said, this is going to be controversial, which I was already setting it up for, but Canva, Canva, we all use Canva for graphics. Canva is ruining your business. Now, do I really mean that Canva is ruining your business? Absolutely not. But that one sentence made people say, wait, what? Wait, no, I love Canva. Or yes, I hate Canva. The reason why I said it was so that I can do a follow-up video that said, because if you're not using your face and showing up, speaking to your camera, and you're Mm. only doing graphics that everyone else is using as well, you're not making a difference in any way. You're forgettable. Do you see what I mean? It's, I do. It's but I little... also see the talent in how you sliced it up because I've done videos where I talked about delegating is horrible. It's a lateral move. Work has to come through you and go to somebody else. You should never delegate. People talk all day long about delegating. Don't delegate. That's the last thing you want to do. And I explained why, but I could have done like you a video. Hey, you know, what's really killing and crushing your schedule, killing your productivity. It's delegating. Okay, so here's your challenge, Chris. Are you on TikTok? I am. How did I find you? (laughs) Why don't you do that video? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. And then, and all you say is, this is going to be controversial or like unpopular opinion. I think delegating is the worst thing you can do for your business. Yeah. That's it. No, I said that. But what I think, where I think you put it up to, up to the notch, put it on steroids is I have said that I have no problem owning that. I said it, but then I explained it. I think the example exactly. you gave made it. it shorter. Yeah. So actually yeah. a friend of mine who is really like big into the TikTok data, he actually suggested that because I was like, people are going to wonder why. And he's good. Let them wonder why. Yeah. Uh, Rewatch it, comment, question it, yeah. send it to a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, (laughs) man, time flies by with you. We just have a couple minutes left. Tell us, what's the last thing you want us to know about video that you think people miss the boat on a lot? 
I think people overcomplicate video. I think people think okay. that they have to put all their eggs in one basket and make sure that they create this perfect video every single time that they hit post. The truth is we have to get past the idea of creating the perfect or even close to perfect or produced video because it has to happen over and over and over. You cannot anymore get away with one beautiful video for your website and call mm. it a day. There needs to be consistent video content, whether it's in your stories or on your grid or in TikTok, whatever. LinkedIn now is very big on video. Like so many platforms really create video. YouTube, if you are putting too much energy into making sure that every piece of video content that you create is just so perfectly done, mm. it's not sustainable. It won't mm. stay consistent. And I truly believe that there's Gary V's out there that have teams of people that are constantly churning out content. But most of us just need to figure out what we can do that is easy enough that we can do it every day. And yeah. it does get easier and it does get better and you will get better. And the whole process of editing and posting gets faster. But if you don't just start doing something kind of half-ass and not great, you'll never start at all. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. And the thing that I heard that keeps driving home to me as well is it's the long game is consistency. It's like going to the gym, which push-up got you in shape, right? If yeah. you don't get these muscles by one day, you go no. every day yeah. at 6 a.m. I'm at 45 every single freaking morning. And that's what makes the difference. And it's really because it isn't going away. And unfortunately, yeah. in most cases, a social media manager, you can't, you spoke about delegating. You can't delegate your face. No. You can't delegate your voice. <laughs> this needs to be you. And you need to make it so that it fits into your schedule rather than you having to go so out of your way to create. Dana, where can we find more of your brilliance? Donna. Sorry. Oh, yes. You know what? Give me. Yes. And thank you for correcting me. Oh, Her my God. D-A-N-A, though. So I, you, I know. It's Donna Dana. It's an Israeli gotcha. name. Donna, Donna, Donna. Donna. So, so you can find me on Instagram at this is Donna Bowling, of course, D-A-N-A. And then also on TikTok at this is Donna Bowling. I have a website, DonnaBullying.com. I have a podcast show up on video and I have an upcoming course called Brand Like a Star, which basically takes an entrepreneur through the process as I would an actor who was trying to get the job. So really trying to get you to become the star of your brand through messaging, through content creation, and then through visibility. Donna, we thank you so much for sure. You just wise pearls of wisdom. And I really think you should have a little t-shirt that says, treat it like FaceTime. Cause that, like that really was, that just changes your whole perspective. So I I'm appreciate gonna, I'm going to do a video now. <laughs> awesome. I appreciate you and everyone else. We'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, hop on over to freegiftfromchris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S, dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there so that you guys can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.